Good morning, this is Rob Russell with Black Laces, and this is episode 13, and today we're taking a look inside the National Football League in terms of has the Rooney Rule worked? Does the National Football League need an affirmative action program? Will quotas work? Because right now, the merit-based system, which is really the truism of sports, is not working in the National Football League. 70% of the players are black. Think about it, 70% and less than 5%, 3% of the NFL head coaches, general managers are black. I would say that's a problem. And over the years, there have been so many successful black head coaches out of just a small sample size. Art Shell, the first black head coach in the modern era, was 47 and 33 with the Oakland Raiders. Al Davis hired him and he fired him. That's his right. However, when you look at Art Shell being a Hall of Fame football player, a winning Super Bowl uh, player, and then you look at his record with the Raiders, 47 and 33, there was not one NFL team that picked him up the the New England Patriots after Bill Parcells and Robert Kraft the owner of the Patriots had their legendary breakup Bob Kraft had the opportunity to hire Art Shell he was available and he went out and found Pete Carroll of the Jets 6 and 10 very flimsy resume at the time now, as you know, Pete Carroll went on to have a Hall of Fame football coaching career. No question about it. So Robert Kraft, does he deserve a break on this? Yes, because he followed, he had the tuna, Pete Carroll, and Bill Parcells, excuse me, Bill Belichick, all Hall of Fame coaches. So I'm going to give Kraft a big pass. But if you fast forward to the New York Giants the last 10 years, I'm not going to give them a pass. There was no Pete Carroll to hire. The Myra family, after Tom Coughlin, went out, went out, Ben McAdoo, Steve Spagnoli, Pat Shermer, Joe Judge, and now Brian Dable. Brian Dable is 6-1. and one. But the point is, James Caldwell was available. James Caldwell was available. He took the Indianapolis Colts to the Super Bowl. Check. He took over the Detroit Lions, and he won uh, 38 games there, 38-26, and 26, made the playoffs. The previous coach couldn't win a game. The coach after, the two coaches after James Caldwell could not win a game. Uh, Matt Patricia won five games. Uh, Dan Campbell, the rough-and-tumble Dan Campbell, is in his second season and is struggling mightily. Sports Illustrated said we owe James Caldwell an apology. The point I'm making is this. In the small sample size, out of the 545 head coaches of all time, only 16 have been black. I repeat, 16 have been black. Now, I'm not counting... Steve Wilkes, who just got the job of the Panthers, he's an interim coach. Uh, 
Rubisky of the Washington Redskins was an interim coach. Studsville, interim coach. Mel Tucker, I'm not counting those. That job is the worst job in America, to be the interim coach of an NFL football team. That means they're right before Thanksgiving uh, weekend or break, and the team's won one or two games. The locker room is usually in chaos, and you get the keys to the car. But no matter what they do, if you're an interim coach, you don't get the head coach label permanent. So I'm looking at the NFL saying the Rooney rule hasn't worked. The Rooney rule, you're supposed to interview black applicants for offensive coordinator positions, defensive coordinator positions, and entry level. And many white folks say that's reverse discrimination, and they're quick to say it's, it's like a quota system, affirmative action, and they always come back to their own workplace, their little, little workplace where Mr. Black Man came in and took the job from one of their friends. And they never mentioned that the company had a 1,000 people and there's just two people of color in the entire company or that their father might have worked at the company and got them the job. They're never going to say that. So the National Football League is really under the microscope. Society follows this large corporation And when we're watching the games at home, we want to see the very best. And we're not seeing the very best. We're seeing a Steve Belichick, a Kyle Shanahan, a Hackett, a Rex Ryan. Their fathers all coached in the league. And that's the way to get into coaching. It's not based on a coach's combine or an extensive interviewing process. It's based on, do you have any lineage or genealogy into the coaching ranks, into the NFL, then you'll get hired. So when it's not based on merit, and the Rooney rule is skirted, we all know what the Giants, they did not interview Brian Flores, who was a better candidate than Brian Dable, on paper, in every measurable, observable term. He was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, For three years, he won 25 games. They had an owner that wanted to tank the season. They started out 0-7-0-8, and lo and behold, Brian Flores turned it around into a 500 season, and he beat, beat, uh, beat the GOAT, Bill Belichick. He beat the GOAT at a fairly regular basis in his three years, and I would say on that alone, you would have gotten the Giants job. That did not work out. And then you look at it, uh, James Caldwell. The, the Giants had the blueprint with Tom Coughlin his second time around. He coached the Jaguars, TC, and they went after Tom Coughlin and they won two Super Bowls. Why didn't the Giants go after a proven James Caldwell? They didn't. Why didn't they go after a proven winner in Brian Flores? They went out and got a Joe Judge. You think about that for a second. Joe Judge, a special teams coordinator, getting the head coaching job of the New York Giants. It is very perplexing. The New York Giants are a marquee franchise. They can get any coach to pick up the phone and listen to them. However, they're going to get a Joe Judge. Well, why wasn't James Caldwell called in? Brian Flores. And those are proven coaches, winners. So what I'm looking at, I'm saying if winning doesn't matter, 
And you only have three or four out of the 32 teams with black head coaches. The Rooney Rule has been in operation for about 17 years. It has not worked. So do we need a quota system that 25% of the coaches need to be black at the head coaching level? Do we need an affirmative action program? And it makes me disgusted to even think that the National Football League, which is based on competition, which is based on observable skills, which is based on wins and losses. Most corporations don't have this luxury when they're making a decision, and yet the 32 owners have really excluded the black head coaches from succeeding, from getting the job. They're quick to pull the hook, as the Washington Post stated two weeks ago in that uh, jaw-dropping article on the uh, on the situation with the National Football League regarding black head coaches. But my point is, at the entry level, you need a coach's combine. Yes, a coach's combine. Andy Reid's son, 300 pounds, comes in uh, and gets the job over a James Lofton or a Calvin Johnson or a Lamar Jackson. Really, someone that had no commitment to the game, except that their father was a head coach. Same with Steve Belichick. How did he get a job in the National Football League? And so I believe that playing does matter. It shows commitment that you played in the league to get an entry-level job. You, we could see that you showed up at 6 in the morning. The greatest coach in New England Patriots history, Bill Parcells, was uh, quoted in the Washington Post article. He hired black uh, former players to be on his coaching staff, and he tried to promote them into the head coaching position, and he had no luck. The reality is, if you're a player and you want to play, a college player, you want to play in the NFL, you've got videotape, your uh, resume from college, the videotapes, they interview your teammates, and if you want to own an NFL team, you probably had to start a company like an Amazon or a Tesla to even get a chance. But even that won't assure you because two-thirds of the NFL owners have to approve of you and they do an extensive character check, not maybe in terms of race or sexual harassment, but when they do, when their character check is they make sure you have enough money and then some. So it's very competitive, needless to say. And right now, Let's just say that Tony Dungy didn't win a Super Bowl. Let's just say that Lovey Smith didn't go take a team to the Super Bowl. Let's just say that Jimmy Caldwell did not win with Detroit and Indianapolis. We would be looking, and we have, of course, the very great Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who's never had a losing season. Those are all winners, winners, winners. But the NFL doesn't want to copycat. They copycat every single thing if it pertains to winning. They won't copy that out of the 16 of all time black head coaches, four have gone to the Super Bowl. Lovey Smith, Dungy, Jimmy Caldwell, and of course Mike Tomlin. That's 25%. There have been approximately 545 head coaches in the National Football League. 495 of those were white, 
that did not take a team to the Super Bowl. So your chances of hiring Joe Judge and going to the Super Bowl are probably 2 or 3%. But if you hire a black man, you're at 25% to get to the big, big game. And, and that is what the NFL and white folks and the owners should be looking at. You hear all these analytics in football, all these statistics. We always hear that Marv Lewis of the Cincinnati Bengals never won a playoff game. Wow. That's what you're going to talk about? How many times have you heard that Mike Tomlin never had a losing season? And that he joins the great John Madden. He joins the great George Allen of never having a losing season with X Games coached. Amazing record. Bill Belichick, losing record in Cleveland. Had a couple of losing seasons with the Patriots. But again, Mike Tomlin uh, in very uh, certain, very... Uh, Many times, excuse me, many times you've heard people say he's not a good coach. He's not this. It is the most ridiculous, unproven, nothing to back it up statements that people make. And it's really, it comes down to it must be the color of his skin. Because we know that Bill Cower was there and he was considered a legend. And he's so great, CBS gave him a $50 million contract. I wonder when Mike Tomlin steps away from coaching, Will CBS give him a $50 million contract? So I'm looking at the NFL probably needs, sad to say, a quota system with the NFL head coaches. It is an abysmal state. It is a state in which winning doesn't matter, and most of the fans want to see the very best. But Steve Belichick, Kyle Shanahan, Hackett, Rex Ryan, are they the best? I doubt it. They're not the best. I'll say this uh, many, many times. Jack Nicholas, his son is not on the PGA Tour because you got to earn it. Michael Jordan's son is not in the NBA because you got to earn it. And that's where the coaches, it's not earned. It's all about your family history. So the Rooney rule has not worked. They give these phony interviews and say, yep, we satisfied the Rooney rule. We brought in somebody. But the Rooney rule, 15, 17 years later, has not produced the results. White folks say it's reverse discrimination. How many white folks are saying that four black coaches out of 16 have gone to the Super Bowl? How many times have you heard that Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season? White folks are going to bring up a Marv Lewis who didn't win a playoff game. He got to the playoffs. Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Spagnoli, Ben McAdoo never got to the playoffs. Never got to the playoffs. But they're going to talk about Marv Lewis, who really righted the ship in Cincinnati. They had 20 horrific years before he got there. And I'll say this, that changing the culture is the biggest step in pro football. And I'm going to cite two examples of changing the culture. And number one is Bill Parcells with the New England Patriots. He laid the foundation for the Patriots to succeed with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And I'll say that Jimmy Johnson laid the foundation for uh, Barry Switzer to win in Dallas. So, you know something? I just want to reiterate that winning matters in the National Football League 
the, the clock, the combine, the strength and conditioning tests, it matters. Something's got to matter in coaching. So when, when you sit around and, and you look at the games, are you getting analytics about black winning coaches? No, you're not. We, we hear this time and time again. The Giants have the right uh, to hire whoever they want. They have the absolute right. They got the best person, the perfect fit. But when you're 0 for 5 in, in the last 10 years, you're 33 and 64, and you bypassed proven black head coaches, and you bypassed winning offensive coordinators with a Super Bowl in their back pocket and played in the NFL. Eric Bieniemy, a running back, played in the NFL, coached the winning, was the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, and you have Byron Leftwich, a quarterback, former NFL player, Tom Brady's offensive coordinator, and winning a Super Bowl, and not a head coach. I'll say this. Those two, Eric and Byron, are the only two winning offensive coordinators, not with head coaching positions. So we need to change the system. This is Rob Russell with Black Laces, and I look forward to your feedback.